You're listening to What Sauce Sports with Mo Cohen, PZ Delarisi, and Terry Tam. I now know that I'm on with a spy, depending on who's, uh, you know, who's, who's the captain of this ship. That's probably a bad thing if this podcast is supposed to go viral, isn't it? Cadero Patterson uh, like grabbing some shanks, uh, gentlemen, here. Uh, and he quote, and I quote, I'm a grown man. I don't need nobody blank and blank in my balls, my face. <laughs> in my teenage years, I'd get back from high school. I'd smash two pizza pockets. Carmelo Anthony never learned you can't live life just smashing pizza pockets. Because he lost uh, a double bet, uh, what I did is I cut an jalapeno, a jalapeno in half. And I filled it with hot sauce, so he's gonna have to slurp this down. Why you need? Why you give me a fucking banana, dude? I'm not eating a banana. I'll just fucking. I'll rather piss in my mouth than eat this. Okay, so there we go. Stop stalling. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, here are your hosts, Mo, Terry, and Peasy. Peasy. Uh, welcome everyone. You're listening to Hot Sauce Sports. I'm your host, Peasy Delrees. I am joined by the illustrious, the illustrated, the often, often ill Terry Tan. Awfully ill. I just been constipated a bit. Yeah, yeah, you gave it to me somehow. Last week was. Oh, awful. you constipated? It's Last fun, week right? was awful. It was the worst thing. Yeah, I've, it's not. Fun. I've never been constipated before. It's. I I've it's never been full of shit that way. What's worse, constipation or blue balls? I wouldn't know. Blue balls always. Blue balls. <laughs> blue balls. Blue balls wins. are bad, man. The yeah, worst. Like, the, your balls hurt. Like they feel like they're fucking full of cum. <laughs> yeah. It's because they are. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, they have professionals that can help you with that. They also have my hand that can help me with that. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> giving us a hand in production, of course, is the Eagle Domestic Control. And Duke. Yeah, what's up, how's it going, buddy? Yeah. I don't ever have like a way to introduce you. Because like you're you're both content and technical, so yeah. like can we make up a title for you? Sure. We we did. We it's the graphicist. 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 Supreme graphicist. Supreme graphicist. Senior vice president of marketing design. That's Sen- too long. Senior Vice President of Bust and Balls. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll I'll put that on my uh, on my resume, boys. <laughs> ball bust. Yeah. <laughs> Ballist. Um, we're gonna talk some balls later today. Yeah. On the show, lots of balls. balls. Uh, for the moment, however, guys, I had a terrible day. What do you mean? Terrible day. Um, lunchtime, I go to reheat my lunch, and like, I've, you know, we've talked about it on the show. You guys know this. I've been eating a fairly restricted diet for the last year or so. Feel uh, great. Yeah. It's been going we wanted well. to order pizza. I but know, you but got married. You don't need to do this anymore. That's not why I was losing weight. That suit was tailored. The rest of mine aren't. <laughs> um, so I grab uh, my container, my hot container out of the microwave, and it slipped out of my hands and turned face down and spilled all over the floor. Terrible. So I felt like Kevin spilling the chili in the office and to clean it up. And then on top of that, I didn't get to eat until I got home <laughs> because nothing. I work and I work surrounded by food yeah. at all times, but nothing there you can't fits eat my diet. Yeah. So I just sort of stared at the wall. Um, I ate a yogurt and some almonds, and that's all I had because also I'm not eating breakfast uh, with, with the intermittent fasting and all that. And so, so intermittent fasting, what else? You're cutting out carbs, I guess? Not Everything else is balanced. Like, it's like okay, 20% okay. carbs and, and uh, forty forty. But I feel like when it comes to lunch, that's basically the equivalent of an emergency. And so even in that case, like zombie apocalypse or nuclear holocaust, you wouldn't have carbs. Uh, no, because the lack of carbs has made me so weak that the zombies will get me right away anyway. So I don't need to worry about eating. I will just be food. The uh, I will be food. And you know, anytime you can be something, you should just do it, right? At least yeah. do something. Um. Then, so I waited till I got home to eat. 
And then, of course, I'm starving. So I crammed basically what was my lunch and my dinner into my face at the same time. <laughs> and now I feel disgusting. <laughs> I feel heavier than I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. All I've had was like a shitty plate of pasta today, and I'm starving. I'm going to pick up something on the way home. Oh, look at this guy. I can have pasta whenever I want. <sighs> Terry, a little bit of a change this week. Yeah. We, a uh, good change, actually. I, I, you know, I like to keep, we like to keep it fresh. We got, we got some interesting people coming on. Uh, we're going to go to the interview right away because we, we're trying to go more and more uh, towards a uh, live setup. For those of you watching on Facebook Live, you know that. Uh, it's been very successful, actually. People have really responded to that. Uh, we are now joined with Peter Zergotis. Uh Peter, he joins us from uh, Grant's Boxing. He's a trainer there. Yes. How's it going, Peter? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, good, good. Uh, Peter, I hear you have a special guest for us in a little bit, but right now we're just going to tease that. We won't get into that yet. We're going to talk to you first, and then we'll have you introduce the special guest whenever you so feel I should probably take it off the screen. Perfect. All right, and Perfect. it's on the screen as well. <laughs> Part of doing this live, Otis Grant will also join us, but we'll start with Peter Zerjotis. How's, how's it going, Peter? <laughs> good, guys. Good. How are you tonight? I get no help from producers. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> What's going uh, on, Pete? Good old producers, eh? I know. So, so me and Pete go way back. Me and Peter go way back. We used to have our own little uh, yeah, we podcast. Yeah, go way back. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we used to have our own little podcast. Yeah. It was live. It was from 11 o'clock at night to 1 o'clock in the morning on Sunday nights on a multicultural radio station in Montreal. <laughs> and, uh, the, one that, the one that didn't pay us that we both left because they didn't pay us. That's fair. And then uh, we had this random slot. We talked about football and MMA. It was cool. We had, what was the name of your buddy that used to come all the time with the dreadlocks? MC, Jay McGovern. Yeah, yeah, this guy was classic, man. He was there just for like the MMA stuff. I think at that point he was like a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. And he was, he was hilarious, man. I love that guy. And then yeah, we he's still your, around. He's still doing his jiu-jitsu. Yeah, absolutely. He does, yeah. And then we had, we had your brother on too. But what, are you, what have you been up to, Pete? Yeah. What's, uh, what's been going on? Well, guys, I've been uh, you know, working in the gym, coaching, uh, training boxing at the Grand Brothers Boxing Gym the last few years. Um, that boxing is pretty much uh, basically my existence right now at the moment and uh, in the future. And uh, yeah, no more radio business for me, but still involved in uh, the sports scene, uh, more or less. Yeah, that's man. awesome, Pete. Um, yeah. Your your cousin, your uh, nephew Jack, is actually playing yeah. uh, down in Connecticut, I believe. Yeah, he plays in at the, the University of Connecticut. Yeah, absolutely, Jack. I had the opportunity yeah. to meet him and play against him in, in yeah. flag football. And, like, you know, like oh. flag football produces its own, like, local legends. Like, yeah, this guy's really good. Yeah. And then I saw Jack throw the ball. I was like, no, no, no. Actually, this guy's really oh, good. Oh, yeah. He broke my finger. Mm. Throwing me the ball. Well, he broke my finger. Well, you know, CBS's words, not mine, you know. They said that he has an NFL uh, caliber arm. And they yeah. nicknamed him the Canadian gunslinger. So, Connecticut he's, uh, yeah, I'm hope yeah, I'm hoping that he uh, – I hope that he makes all West Islanders proud and all Montrealers and Quebecers proud and uh, gets to the show and uh, does great in uh, the college game as well. I hear the Jets are looking for a QB, so maybe he should audition. Yeah, yeah, maybe he just leaves college. It's the last, it's the, it's the last, that's the last team we want him to be drafted for. But, okay. <laughs> sure. Pete's a Cowboy fan, by yeah. the way, and a fucking diehard yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, why we bond. Well, unfortunately, Jack's playing for a uh, system that doesn't pay him and won't allow him to operate yes. as a true free agent for another three years. So we'll talk about that later on the show because we have some Tim Tebow sound uh, queued up. Oh, yeah. But before we get to that, um, you know, what, what have you – being a, a trainer in a in a boxing gym is is always yeah. been sort of like glamorized by 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 movies. You know, we've seen obviously oh, yeah. the memorable characters in Rocky and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. How how do you see that depiction versus sort of like how it exists in real life? 
Well, basically, it, it's uh, it's more insane in real life and, and in person and actually happening. It, it's 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 a the movies they you know they pretty much uh, one one movie that Million Dollar Baby I find that they depicted it quite well with like how a boxing gym is with um, the the way the system the way it's run the atmosphere in a gym. It's a very homey place, a lot of ego, a lot of competition, yeah. but uh, it gets pretty, uh, you know, especially here at the Grand Brothers Gym, like we have a very, uh, very solid, very old school mentality and philosophy in training fighters. Uh, Howard Grant is a very uh, typical, you know, stereotypical old school 1940s, 50s, 60s boxing yeah, trainer style, where he, big time, big time, if you know the guy, He's uh, he's very legendary when he comes to stuff like that. Uh, not soft at all. Uh, you know, everything comes from his heart. And everything everything is done with uh, pride and passion, and that's the kind of mentality that I've taken on as a head coach and the amateur program. But uh, you know, learning from Howard and Otis and uh, Jesse Thompson and a whole bunch of guys, uh, a lot of trainers here that I learned from. That uh, you know, we have you know a lot of different types, a lot of different characters. Let's just say that everyone has their own unique brand of coaching. And I think you guys all noticed that. I've seen that, you know, in any other sport you've ever played. Every coach brings their own thing, and like some guys take from everybody. That's kind of what I try to do. Yeah, I mean, boxing is a, is a unique thing where it's like, if you're in that gym, you're in there because you kind of belong. You know, where other gyms, especially orders, especially at Grants, you're in there because you belong, and like, you know, you have that family aspect. But like Pete said, it's like you get into some gyms and they don't have that family aspect. Everybody's out for themselves, even though you can be competitive and shit. Everybody's out for themselves, and it's just like you don't get that hominess. And as soon as you find that, those yeah. are the successful gyms right away, fam. You can tell. Yeah, Terry knows that. He's been he's he's trained here before, and uh, he was the you know he was part of the gym once too. Uh, here, it's a very unique and a very special gym, like absolutely, and like uh, you know, um, it's probably you know, in my opinion, many people's opinion, you know, one of the, you know the best gyms in Canada, yeah. the best the head coach, you know, Howard Grant is probably the best in my. Let's just say you know, he's the best head coach, the best trainer in Canada, in my oh, opinion, sure. at least. And um, very different here. It's, a, it's like a family atmosphere. Fighters get along. A lot of respect. Uh, there's no BS, no bullshit. Howard will fucking call you up no matter what. <laughs> Excuse my language, boys, if I could do no, that. No, 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 But Howard will fucking call you up right away. He'll fucking throw you out of the gym. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Howard will treat a fucking bum off the street and the will chant the same exact way. And that's, that's the awesome. kind of mentality that we bring here. That uh, everyone has to, uh, you know, you know, not basically earn respect, but you have our respect until you lose it. The, and, uh, you know, and if, and if you want to fight, and if you're a fighter or someone, another amateur, someone trying to learn or a pro coming in from another country or anything, uh, you know, you'll get, you'll get the best. You'll get the best. You'll be treated the best. It's, uh, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a, a tight new community in this gym. What if, what if with, I uh, want to take on these three jabronis in the gym at the same time? Can we do that? Can we set that up? Like a hot sauce event. I beat up all three of you fucking pieces of shit. So, but who am I paying to take my place? And how much <laughs> is this going to cost me? You pay Peter. Yeah, oh, Peter, like, how much I is this going to cost me <laughs> yes, for you, you to can. take my spot? <laughs> <laughs> pay Peter, and Peter can kick my ass. No problem. Because I enjoy uh, being pretty more than I enjoy fighting. Yeah, yeah, but, and me and Peter, me and uh, Peter are pretty. Maybe you should stay out of the ring then. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should stay out of the ring then. Um, anything could happen. Have you ever seen someone like me, Peter? You see a guy walk in and you're like, oh, this guy's a rag doll. Uh, I got to get him out of this gym because he's going to die here. Yeah. That's have we seen him. people coming into the gym? Yeah, there's some people who come into the gym and uh, they have no idea what fighting is all about. And, uh, yeah, they do uh, you know, want to get in there and start competing right away. We kind of just try to uh, not exactly laugh it off, but uh, more or less, you know, um, see what they got and uh, – 
basically try to be as polite as possible and uh you know <laughs> that shit, how, how long you the towel? how long do we throw the towel well you know what it's uh it's in a real fight you know basically no one's showing up here going into the ring if mm. it's just anybody guys who compete you got to be told when they're ready to get in there at least in the amateur program the pros as well they've had like season amateur careers most of them and the other ones that come in here from other gyms or other countries who train with us they also you know like they're, they're able to fight, you know, in a, in, in a situation when they're fighting, throwing in a towel is a very tricky business because, you know, as a trainer, as a coach, as a cornerman, there's times where you want to throw in those towels, you know, and, but, you know, fighters, you know, with your adrenaline going and all the pride and fighters yeah. doesn't know when to stop. Well, Great we saw, coach two, we saw two fighters die this year because, you know, yeah, because they stayed yeah, too long. Uh, I mean, it's tough. It's really tough to watch. They were so close apart and that's, it's tough to watch, and, and one of them, the, the coach actually stopped the fight. He's like, listen, I'm not letting you go through, and eventually he ends up passing away in the mm-hmm. hospital. Yeah, But just to say, you've got to be bigger than you. It, it, it's, it's a tough game, you know, and the, like I said, fighters don't want to quit, and uh, one thing I've learned about the fighting game, and I've been taught by like Howard and uh, Otis about these kind of situations, that this is like, like you know, ongoing damage from previous fights, long-term careers where fighters go into these situations after fighting 200 amateur fights, 20 pro fights, and it's like, you know, and it's built up over time. Yeah. It's built up over time and, you know, and sometimes it's not even detectable. That's the sad part about it. Sometimes a lot of yeah. these things are like a small little minor this or that. It's not even detectable. And, uh, you know, and, and one bad punch or a couple of bad, you know, it's also up to the ref too to decide when to stop the fight. It's not just the cornerman. And sometimes course, they, yeah. they uh, you know, they fuck up too, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, did you watch oh, the fight? It's, it's did you watch game. the fight this weekend, Pete? It's high severe. I watched it, guys. But uh, to tell you the truth, uh, for that one, I'll pass you more to Otis because he can give you more of an actual expert opinion. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to pass Otis Grant over to you right now. Okay, but okay? come back, come back on the line after. We want to talk shit. I will. I will. Go ahead. Great. That was Peter Jordan joining us on Hot Sauce right, Sports. with Otis right now. And now Otis Grant hey, is joining us on Hot Sauce Sports. Hey, Otis, how's it going, buddy? Good, how you doing? Not bad, man. How's the, how's the gym going? How's the family? Gym is going all right, man. My family's good. You know, my daughter got married. My son's away at university. So, yeah. you know, like, things are okay. Me and it's, my wife uh, are alone at home now. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I was going to I mentioned your son because your son just got a scholarship to university in the States for football. He's a big boy. He's a very talented football player. I mean, and so you have you and Peter. Peter's nephew plays in... In university, now your son plays university. It's a mix between boxing and uh, and football. There, that's it's awesome. Weird. Yeah, uh, Otis, did you watch the fight this weekend? I did watch the fight. What'd you think of it? Because I have a lot of opinions on this. You know what? It, it, it was a good fight. Tyson Fury won the fight, mm-hmm. but I tell you what, if, if that fight was somewhere else, anywhere else, probably me, like outside of England, they 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 would have stopped that fight. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. It I think they would have. They should have stopped it. Yeah. Yeah, My thing with my thing with that Otis is that I watched the fight. They should have stopped it, but they didn't. Ended up going the way it did. But I found that nobody gave Otto Wallin a lot of credit the entire night. All they did was talk about the cut. They didn't talk about the guy. And Otto Wallin has had like the early first eight rounds. He was probably winning five or six of those rounds. I don't know if he won five or six of them, but the fight was close early. And yeah. then like uh, I don't know. If you saw, I think it was in the the tenth round that Fury tried to get him, and uh, and and then he slowed down a little bit in the eleventh yeah. round. Uh, the guy came out, man, and uh, Arulin put it to him in, in the eleventh round. 
Those are those and are those championship rounds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for a guy in his first world title fight, going first twelve rounder, uh, he did a pretty good job. Otis, um, if for those in our audience who aren't necessarily familiar, perhaps a little bit younger, if I were to tell people this is Otis Grant joining us on Hot Sauce Sports, uh, is is it Otis Grant, nineteen eighty seven Pan Am's uh, silver medalist? Is it uh, first ever? Uh, black Quebecois winner of a WBO championship. What's what's to you your proudest moment as a boxer? Yeah, well, my proudest moment as a uh, as a fighter was probably going into my opponent's home country in his backyard and beating him in his hometown to win the world title. That that you know that was like it was a process. You now we we set up our training camp in England. I was living and we rented a house in England for like seven or eight weeks and we were over there. Uh, weeks before anybody knew we were over there, we were over there training, and um, you know that, that that was probably as as a fighter, probably um, one of my, my my better memories or, or or proudest moments. And I don't think since might have been few guys since me from Canada, mm-hmm. or even from from many places that, that that's won a world title on the road in their opponent's backyard. That 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 doesn't happen very often. It's true if you think about it. All the all the the local guys usually win in Montreal or in the states or somewhere like that. They That's really, right. Those, those, they don't go across those, the pond. Those, yeah. those don't, they don't leave home. You know, they yeah. they have the comfort and security at home. And like I was good enough and had enough confidence in myself, my ability that when that fight came, like, I, I we, we took it. Like whether it was yeah. England, it was in that, I was an American promoter at the time, and whether it was going to be in the U.S. or Canada or or, or overseas, like. Um, like, I was fairly confident that it doesn't matter where the fight was, that I was going to go and I was going to go and try to win. And uh, that's, that's of course, when he, you, that's when you beat uh, Ryan Rhodes in 1997. Uh, shortly thereafter, you suffered a pretty awful car crash. And I remember, I remember because I was, I was in my last year of high school, and, of course, like, you were gaining steam, and I was, you know, back then, boxing was on the forefront of the, of the uh, you know, American well, sports well back, fan. Back then, Montreal was big into boxing. Yeah, because yeah. of because of people like Otis. But that's it. And, and Otis to me was sort of like that guy who got everyone's attention. Um, and I, I saw here, it, you know, I remember reading that if it wasn't for your your incredible physical conditioning, you wouldn't have survived that crash. Is that right, Otis? Uh, pardon, I, I, I didn't catch the last part of that question. I said, well, I remember reading at the time that the doctors had said if it wasn't for your incredible physical condition and, and your, oh, no, the shape you were in, you wouldn't have survived that right. crash. You're 100% right. I was just coming off training camp. I was in training camp with Roy Jones, actually. I was, um, yeah, I fought Roy uh, my fight before the accident. And he was going to unify the titles with Reggie Johnson, and they thought enough of the performance I did with him to invite me to training camp because Reggie Johnson was a softball, and they wanted um, they wanted some quality guys in camp, giving them some work to get ready for that fight. And then uh, they were going to do a show at the Bell Center. It was going to be the first boxing show, the inaugural show at the the new Bell Center because it was the old forum before. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to fight. I was supposed to do the main event against Alain Bonami. He was a local Quebec guy here. Yeah, of course. And uh, so I was all the other way training the road, and I came back about the week before the fight uh, to fight at Bell Center to open that, be the first back boxing card there. And uh, it was on on my way from a meeting up north having to do with 
getting a release from my promoter to fight at home because I hadn't fought home in many years because of Saturn American promoter that I had the accident coming back from up north. Uh, I ended up in a coma for about, I think, 10 days over a week, and I was in the hospital for about a month, you know. So, and and the doctor, from what I hear, they gave me my last rights. They didn't think I was oh. going to make it. So there's a, the chaplain came in and gave me my, my, my last rights, but I'm still here, man. Yeah, man. Still Still fighting. Honestly, it's, it's, uh, you know, as fans, it's amazing. It's been incredible for your family, obviously, to have you. And, of course, to those you've helped train in in the community uh, with your gym, uh, with with you and your brother, Howard. Yeah, you know, we've had, like, like what was also quite, uh, uh, I guess, amazing, remarkable, or unexpected thing was the fact that I came back to boxing five years after that car accident. The doctor yeah. told me I'd never be an athlete. He said I'd be lucky being a recreational athlete ever again in my life. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I came back to the sport with the intention of opening the gym. And I think it was after my second or third fight back, we opened the gym, Grant Brothers Boxing, and we've been up and running that since 2003 or four. We've been we've been at it, man. So. No, you guys were at, you guys were at like Ring eighty three before, right? Yeah, that's where yeah. Ring eighty three. Yeah, that's where I trained when I was a kid. I remember Howard being there and yelling at us when we did the classes. <laughs> yeah, Howard's yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. So now, so Otis, so you've obviously you've lived through it. Roy Jones, I mean, that was a crazy fight for me because you know you were from Montreal. Uh, Roy Jones was my favorite fighter back then. He was like the everybody knew Roy Jones, right? So it was tough to watch that fight. Right now, who would you say is the pound for pound best fighter in the world right now? Right now, you know what I like. Uh, well, Lomachenko is real good. Yeah. Uh, but I like I like Errol Spence. Errol Spence is nice. See, yeah, a lot of people like say Terence Crawford or Lomachenko or yeah, even I, I, Errol Spence. Yeah. I also like Terence Crawford. It's pretty yeah. good as well. Like I think, like in those those three guys would be like my top three. I wouldn't, wouldn't really pick one of them or the other to be, you know. Leading the pack, but I but I like I like I like I like I like Earl Spence. He's he's, he's fighting Sean Porter coming up. That's gonna be a yeah. Fight. That's gonna be he's a crazy be... fight too. Yeah, Earl Spence yeah, has a little I, bit I, a little bit your style. That's I figure that's why you probably like him. No, I, I think I think he's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an easy fight for him. He's gonna be as, as tough a fight as people think for Spence. Yeah. You know, but but the reason I like, I've also met kid and the guy that 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 um that trains him I fought him his trainer we fought back in the day when I was a North oh, American wow. champion I fought him in uh, Rochester New York uh, on a USA Tuesday night fight show so like I'm a little bit interested in seeing how those guys doing they're doing very well like I'm quite happy for him and and you know that he's quiet kid I think like he, he I hear outside the ring he parties a little bit but like. But aside from that, like he he does his job, man. He's a complete fighter. He works the body. He could box. He could punch. Yeah. He has good power on both hands. So like I, I I I like him, and uh, and he also switches left to right fairly yeah, exactly. easily too. Um. So I got a two part question, uh, Otis. So we're we're you know Terry's buddies with uh, your trainer Peter Zerjotis. Uh, we want we want two questions about him. One is, how is Peter as a trainer? Let's start with that one. How is Peter as a trainer? Peter is. You can throw him under the bus if you want. Trainer. <laughs> All right, he's no, fantastic. No, no, All right. Bus. He, he, he's fantastic. He, he's very enthusiastic. You know, he has a lot of energy. Like he's able to reach the kids, and you know, they listen to him. And uh, and I think uh, you know, the gym 
every gym needs a guy like Peter in there, you know, because he, 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 he he's like, go get it, and he's very enthusiastic. He encourages the guys to do well. He comes in, he works with them. So, like, he, he's doing he's doing very well. Like, you know, he's learning his stuff, and he's getting better and better every day. And actually, I even boxed with Peter on Saturday. Uh, I had a boxing song that we yeah. did for a good charity, and I, I went around or two with him there as well. So, like, he, he's doing – and Peter's been with us, actually, since we're up on Brunswick Street, like since <laughs> our old gym, uh, when, our, our first location with Grand Brothers. So, so Peter's been around us for a while now, and now he, he's in here and he's giving us a hand with the amateur program, and it's really appreciative because like it's kind of hard to to hold down some amateur coaches after a while. You know, they oh, they come, they try, they get discouraged, they move on, but he's but Peter's uh, sticking with it. Peter's the most focused guy I know. The um, that was of course you guys did that to raise money for Parkinson's, right? No, on uh, Saturday it was uh, for the pancreatic, uh, general yeah, pancreatic cancer. Uh, we have a member, a friend of ours, whose uh, whose daughter uh, dates uh, a young man whose mom was diagnosed with stage that's four awful. pancreatic cancer. You know, and usually that's a death sentence. And like they did some experimental treatment on her or with her, and now she's I think eleven months later she's cancer free. Oh, that's beautiful! So. Oh, that's amazing. So she was so appreciative of these people saving her life. She wanted to do something to give back. And, and David, who's our buddy that boxed us and we grew up with since we were little, asked if we could use Jim to do a, a boxing fundraiser in aid of pancreatic uh, cancer. And also David's mom passed away, like, it's been quite a few years now from pancreatic cancer. So mm-hmm. like I said, David, no problem. If you get together, we could we could use the gym to, um, to do a community fundraiser for the hospital and and it went very well. I was here early in the morning. I was here from around 8, 8, 15, 8, 30 till about 11. And then I took off to go watch my son's football game. That's uh, that's amazing. It's it's great to have you in their corner. And, and, and uh, of course, if uh, we'll talk to Peter. If there's ever anything we can do to help support uh, any of the causes that you guys are involved in, we're totally down. But I have a, I have a bit of a sillier question uh, because we asked, the firstly, how Peter is as a trainer. But now I want to know... If Terry went to challenge oh, Peter yeah. in the ring, fucking uh, what's scouting report, Otis? Like, how does what does Terry target? How does Terry take him down? Yeah, like, what's Pete's weak spot? You got to tell me so when I fight him, I can win. Hey, man, I, 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 I boxed a round or two with Peter on Saturday, and I, I couldn't find a weak spot. <laughs> you got no chance, <laughs> Terry. Fuck, I'm done. If, I'm the done. Champ, if the champ <laughs> won't, you can't find a weakness, I'm there done. is no weakness. Good luck, Terry. Good luck, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> done. 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 Oh, uh, hey, by the way, you know what? We, we, we have an amateur boxing show coming up on October 5th. Uh, Peter is going to be like uh, one of my head amateur trainers in here. So if you guys want to come out to that or give us a little bit of uh, publicity or coverage of course, on yeah. that, 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 that we'll, we'll do everything we can. Yeah, we'll come by. Absolutely. That sounds great. Uh, uh, Otis, thank you so right. much for your time. And we know you're, you're very, very busy. Uh, we're just going to close out with, uh, with Peter. Thank you so much for your time. This has been honestly, uh, it's been a great moment for us. For us as fans, it's absolutely a dream. Thanks for talking to us. All right, man. You guys have a good night. You too. Thanks, Otis. You too. Yeah, hey, guys. Yeah, hey, so buddy. Pete, October 5th, me and you in the ring or what? Ah, uh, you know what, sir? I'll be busy that night, but you know what? I guess <laughs> I can make some time to uh, punch you in the face a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a punchable you know, face, Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do yeah. have a punchable face because I'm too cute. You got to yeah, break you it have up. A, you have a lovable, punchable face. Though, That's what know, it is. So right? I don't know. Uh, uh, Pete, yeah, so... Pete, thank you so yes, much. You came to us from uh, Grand's Gym, of course. Uh, thanks for spending absolutely. some time with us. When is the when are when is the event that Otis just told us about? When when was that event? 
That event is uh, Saturday, October 5th at, uh, at the Grant Brothers Gym. It's our first uh, amateur gala of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, $25 at the door for anybody who wants to come in. It starts at 7 o'clock and uh, doors open at 6. And it's, it's quite the event, though, boys. Like, you know, it's a first-class amateur event. Here, it's, uh, you'll honestly feel like you're at a major pro event. That's and awesome. uh, you don't know who's going to stop by in the crowd. There's always a whole bunch of characters. This, yeah. is a, this is a very special gym. This is a very unique, special gym. With a lot of good support. Well, if you a lot uh, of good people from all over the city. If you have any press materials, any posters, anything like that, feel free to send it to us. We'll yeah. put it out all over our social media. We'd love to support you guys. Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Th- we'll definitely contact you after. We'll uh, work something out for that, sure, and hopefully see you guys here. Absolutely, it'd be amazing. You guys will definitely enjoy it. Great, thanks for coming on, Pete. Uh, that was uh, anytime. That was Peter Jodis and Otis uh, Grant of Grant's Gym joining us on Hot Sauce Sports. Thank you so much. Thanks, Petey. Have a great night, guys. You too, you buddy. Too. Beautiful. There we go. Yeah, there it is. That, that was awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun smooth for us. Yeah. And that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm off. And, and you See can you guys next week. I mean, it can't get better than that, right? It's nah, all downhill from good. here. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to make fun of the news. Why the hell, before we do that, why the hell would... Do we? How do we get all these fucking guys? I don't know. We're just we're just we're lucky. We just ask the right questions and headlines. Just need to hot sauce sports. <laughs> and uh, you can uh, you can you can subscribe. Yeah, you can always subscribe. subscribe. They get the shows, then they choose to listen to it or yeah, subscribe not. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just the right amount of time. Be a word. It's all better. Yeah, yeah. This is the funniest meme I've ever I seen. saw this meme this morning and I couldn't stop laughing. Alan Branch does look exactly <laughs> like Uncle Phil. Oh, my God. It is insane. It is absolutely when insane. When did Uncle Phil sign with the Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that they've been able to like use him past death. Like, There's only one team that can resurrect people, and I think it's the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, they've resurrected uh, a lot of people. Yeah. They've also killed a lot of people. Mm. If you name the people in Florida, then uh, uh, that uh, you're talking about Aaron Hernandez. Just Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. I yeah. kept almost saying Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers kills people. He um, kills people with his with his bitterness. Fuck you, ego. And his mustache. Packers fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Terry, it was it was an interesting weekend of football. You you were talking about off air uh, and potentially on air. We never know when the mic's Yeah, we don't even know anymore. Uh, but you were talking about how. Um, you you're a fan of what Buffalo's doing. Uh, I like yeah what Buffalo's doing. I mean I like their 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 whole appeal. Uh, love the jerseys. I like watching them play. They've always seemed like a fun team to me. I mean they're not going to score forty five points, but they don't know. They, defensively they play well. I've always liked the players that they get. You know like I'm a Buffalo guy. A it Buffalo took guy. it took sixteen weeks for Frank Gore to score exactly zero t- touchdowns for the Miami Dolphins last season. He scored one touchdown in one week after Devin Singletary got hurt Amazing. for the Buffalo Bills. I love it. Fuck I, you, the Bills. I didn't realize Devin Singletary's hurt. He, did, he got hurt. I also, like, I, I feel it's like not, it's not an injury. It's like uh, he got he just left the game. But he'll be out. He might be out for a couple of weeks. Oh, really? Okay. There's so many injuries this it's year. It's in my crazy. fantasy article about uh, who you should pick up Frank Gore. I love how many injuries there are this year. Hmm. Okay. Because then, cause then all the Colin Kaepernick conversations come back. Yeah. Well, it helps you, right? Helps you feel better. You're basically Jason Whitlock. <laughs> You've become no, Jason no, no, Whitlock. Jason Whitlock's a fucking dumbo. I well, actually said, Eagle, yeah, I mean, Eagle can attest to this. I actually said, I go, I said, even I can't deny 
that Colin Kaepernick might should should be getting some consideration right well, now. Oh, because that I, guy Falk that was playing. For yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like Marshall Falk. He didn't look and I bad. sent him the gif. He of, couldn't uh, make the Dolphins. <laughs> I sent him the gif of Homer Simpson with the sign "The end is near," yeah, walking yeah. out <laughs> and proclaiming <laughs> the apocalypse. So I'm like kind of saying like, yeah. So so okay, it's just we can go through the injuries. What's yep, happened this let's week? Let's do it. Darnold uh, made out with someone's asshole. Got mono. Wait, how did you know it was my asshole? I said someone. But can mm, somebody explain mono. to me what, what? How do you get mono? Mono, mono is a disease. It's an autoimmune know, disease. It, it's not how do you get like herpes? It's like when your immune system. Herpes. Okay. No, when your immune system is down, you can get you can get infections, and it's an but infection. See, like, autoimmune I'm makes so it sound like it would be the opposite. Like you yeah, automatically, yeah. Like you automatically have an immune system. <laughs> so it says like. Yeah. Like, if I went to the doctors and be like, well, you have this autoimmune condition, and be like, yeah, you can't kill me, bitch. And then he's like, nope, you're, like, no, you're actually soon. dying in three weeks. Immediately. What do you mean flammable and inflammable <laughs> mean the same thing? Seriously, we got a problem with our language, man. But why, why right. do they say that he's going to be away from the locker room? He has to be because away from the locker room. Because people can so get mono. Well, it's like herpes. Makes out but that's the whole yes, <laughs> it is. But that was the whole thing. It's with not all the only way you can catch it. That was the whole thing Wait, with all the you memes. You guys said you catch it by making out with people. So now you're No, no. No, no. It's because it's known as the kissing disease. But because okay. it's so contagious, you get it while kissing. <laughs> but it's not just through kissing that you get it. But, like, okay, imagine so he takes, like, a bottle of Gatorade, right? So sucks yeah. on it nice and good. And yeah. then yeah. someone else drinks from the same bottle. Congratulations. Yeah. You basically kissed him. I yeah. don't see why he's going to But the whole thing is – The weeks, whole thing though. with this is just saying that the, the Patriots did it because they traded Demarius Thomas. And then one day later, <laughs> this motherfucker's got mono. I don't think it takes, like, 24 hours to develop. I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they're making up before. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Just like there were, it was at the Texan Titan, the, uh, the Titans uh, game Monday night. Monday night there was a Tennessee girl. In, uh, Monday night there was a girl in the stands with uh, with the sign that said, "I gave I gave Darnold mono." You know, he actually had to reply to that and be like, "I don't know who this girl is." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's Sam Darnold's wife or girlfriend getting real angry. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Darnold's injured. Yeah, Jabriz. Jabriz banged up. Broke his, 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 broke his hand his was just swallowed yeah, by Aaron Donald. That was nonsense. My favorite is watching him try to pick up the ball. Literally, yeah. like, puts his hand around it, lifts, and it immediately falls, and he fucking walks away. Yeah, like, yeah, ah, nope, not going to happen. Uh, the, so the six the weeks out. Like, but they, they have a very good backup, though. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. So Colin Former Kaepernick, son. could he sign there? No, because they have a good starter. So, yeah, so <laughs> after Darnold goes down... He doesn't I play. Think, I think there's and a then, decent And then Trevor Simeon breaks his leg. Trevor Simeon... Breaks his foot. You saw it hanging yeah, off. That was insane. But that the motherfucker insane. walked off the field. Yeah, that was. I. I. That probably contributed to more damage. Adrenaline is a hell of a no. drug. Yeah, adrenaline. A fucking. Well, we were talking about it in our, in our in our like fantasy group, and some of the guys were saying, "Yeah, he broke his foot." And I was like, I saw him walk up the field. Yeah, yeah. And then there were other people were like, no, no, it looked really bad. I thought he broke his hand because I didn't see the play at first. And I saw him walking off and they were holding his hand. I'm like, oh, wow, it looks like his, his hand's dangling off his hand. So every scouting report in the world of Trevor Simeon said he's not built to take NFL hits, by the way. Every single one. It's just his body. What about, what about Luke? He is a horrendous quarterback. That's why the NFL settled the collusion case was because Colin Kaepernick just handed over a file. On the inside of the file, it had two words. Trevor Simeon. <laughs> yeah. But now Luke Falk comes in. Plays better than Simeon. Well, I wouldn't say better. <laughs> I would just say as shit. He just kept shoveling the pass off to Le'Veon Bell yeah, every, every single time. That's fine. Le'Veon it kind of worked. Le'Veon Bell was happy about that. Le'Veon Bell owners were happy about Except that. Except he was Le'Veon crying. wasn't happy. He was crying. It looked like he was crying. <laughs> he, he was not happy. Yeah. Took some lessons from Derek Carr. That keeps you on the team, though, because Derek Carr's still there. So. And now your boy, Big Ben, done. 
<laughs> Not my boy. Done for the uh, season. Your yeah. boy. You guys share a lot uh, of the same pastimes. Nope. nope. None of Never did that. Except <laughs> eating. Except <laughs> eating. Not yes. even anymore. I meant burgers. I meant burgers. You think he's done forever? You think he's coming back? You think he's going to so pull up Peyton and go oh, win he a... Says he's gonna, he says he's going to play a contract. What's interesting, yeah, three well, years. No, what's he's got two years is, left. What's interesting is, to your point, Duke, um, Ben Roethlisberger's never been about helping anyone. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he knows at the end of his career, Rudolph's not as... Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. Mason I know, Rudolph. I forgot his first name. Rudolph Mason. You just called him Mason. Guys, I'm not doing it today. You don't know him by But apparently they're basis. very high on him. Mason Rudolph um, looked, pretty, looked pretty good. I liked him. Without liked a full him. week of practices yeah, with primary him. apps. And um, good Rudolph is not younger. Yeah. He's, this might be, if this season goes completely sideways, Tomlin might not be there to, to, to keep Ben around. So he sees the writing on the wall, and all of a sudden he's like, no, 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 I'm not an asshole. Look, look how much I can help somebody. Yeah, because if, if Tomlin might get fired at the end of the year if they don't make the playoffs. But that's, that's, that's it. So, and, yeah. And, like, if he does, there's no one, like, nobody else owes Ben Roethlisberger anything, right? He'll, f- he'll still sign somewhere if he wants to, oh, but I, I think he'll I think retire. He will, yeah. but, but he'll play his three years and he'll retire. That's but it, it, I think it might have to be in a mentoring role oh, where he's making sure, five yeah. or six million just to but, hold a clipboard. Yeah, but like you're saying, I don't think that's a role Question he's going gonna to willingly accept. Qu- he has a three-year deal starting this year, right? Uh, I don't know when it starts. That's a good question. Here's the question for you guys. Well, the deal runs through 2021. <laughs> so this year, next year, and then 2021. Yeah. So this year's gone. So this year's gone. Two, so left. two years left. Yeah. Hot seat talk. Who do you think is going to get fired first, Jay Gruden or Dan Quinn? Oh, okay. So Jay Gruden doesn't have much to work with. He ha- he signed Alex Smith injured. Mm-hmm. Haskins is there. They're trying to bring him up, and they have Keenum in there. So he doesn't really have much to work with. It's not like he has – who are his receivers? Uh, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. Mac- Terry Mac- McLaurin. He's like the number one guy that everybody picked up in week two of fantasy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't really think that there. he's on the hot seat yet because I don't think he has the pieces. He has the he has the excuse where he doesn't that he doesn't have the pieces. Yeah, but he's like, how many years more will he not have the pieces? Or I think Dan Quinn is like should have been fired. Well, so Dan yeah, Quinn, Dan, yeah. since Kyle Shanahan left the team, yeah. the offense has looked in. It's sputtered. It's sputtered. Um, and you oh, have not get a touchdown. You have an alien wide receiver. He didn't get a touchdown last year. But they just have an issue with the. They have this. They've always had this issue with the red zone. They just can't well, score. It's because they run the same fucking play. Yeah, <laughs> that works ten percent of also, the time. And, and, and then they do this thing where. Matt Ryan's getting like chased down by four guys, yeah. and he closes his eyes and throws it to where he thinks Julio is. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's four defenders there. But it I works sometimes. They, yeah. they do lead the league in fucking up in the red zone, though. They do. Like, because they're the best at they it. They run the same play. They run that same fade to the corner, and it's, it doesn't work, man. It's like it's the one thing Julio Jones can't do. Well, because it's super low percentage, and it's not, yeah. like, it's not like in the 90s where only receivers could jump. Yeah. Like, like these guys DBs are athletic are s- now. DBs are also six one now. Yeah, they yeah. were five nine back in the eighties. Yeah, they were know? just five nine stocky fast guys yeah. before, you know. And that's not the case anymore. No, now, no. now these guys are are, are great athletes. Um, team without athletes is my Miami Dolphins. Oh man, me and Darius Rucker, we know what it's about. They make me cry, but this weekend, one dolphin in particular made me. You know, you you laugh to keep from crying. Kalen Bellage had two moments for me. Uh, Eagle Cube, the first one. Second and ten. Play fake, Fitzpatrick. Wow. Where did you think the ball was going, <laughs> Kalen? You're supposed to be a pass catcher on the call. Is that the next one? Second and ten. Oh, we're off the head. Fitzpatrick. He ducked, Terry. Second and ten. What the duck? Play fake, Fitzpatrick. Wow. 
Oh, uh, he's on one of my rosters too. Don't worry. He's on my back. He's on my so back. So you are the check down. You're bubbling out. The ball is coming towards you. No, nope, I don't want it. You have you have an opportunity to pad your stats a bit here. Just catch a three yard. But even and then look look at the yards. yardage in front of him here. There's nobody. There's nothing. There's nobody. He probably no other receivers either. He looks like the guy who's like, oh, don't just don't give me the ball. That's what he wants. That's Please what he stop. is. Yeah, and then uh, and then later in the game, later in the game, uh, he was trusted once again, and this happened. This was great for. Uh, Watch watch the O line trying to chase him down though. Like he doesn't even care. Like, okay. Whatever. So, You're not gonna no, get no, me. That's Collins stuff Steve, by the way. Patriots. Collins is not fast. Okay, so uh, uh I, I when I, I watched this live, so Hightower uh, Hightower, the linebacker that was chasing his own player, like he was blocking for his guy. Patrick, watch this. If he Bobby gives up on the play. He kind of is like, okay, this fat offensive lineman. Continue going. The fat offensive lineman is not going to catch him, so he slows down. But continue. That offensive lineman almost catches him. If he catches him. He didn't actually catch him. But, like, he, if he had one the extra yard. The only reason why he, he had a chance in catching him is because the guy was jogging the rest no, of the no, way. No, no, I'm was you, jogging. Dude. That's full Collins speed. full speed. Full speed. It's not his thing. He's yeah, not yeah. a fast runner. Dude, He's can you get his 40 time for me, please? I'm it's like 7-3. Uh, no, I'm just saying. It's like high tower. Does he get Patrick, cut? Plenty of time. Oh, Bobby. Yeah. I don't think he gets cut. Yeah. Like, he'll get blown out there. Yeah. Another mistake. Like, Jamie Collins was still giving shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to know high tower's forty time? Not high tower. Collins. Jimmy, Jimmy Collins. Anyway. Um, the other thing, like, so, so it's fun being a Dolphins fan. It is. Well, I mean, it's okay because you know what it is. I they, got it. What is it? What's the forty time? Uh, it's a four <laughs> four point six four point six four point six, and he's slower now. A four six? Yeah, and he's slower. Nin- Nineteen now. reps, vertical jump forty one point five inches. That's not bad. Broad jump one hundred thirty nine. Don't know. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Think three cone Nineteen drill, reps. No only? one cares. We don't care anymore. Se- Nin- seconds. Nineteen reps. Nineteen reps. Yeah. Did you see the size of that guy? Yeah. Marco Briette, our guest last week, mm-hmm. thirty five reps. That's impressive. At the uh, CFL combine. That's not cool. drafted. Drafted? Yeah. Yeah. Go drafted as an athlete. Right. <laughs> so the um, the uh, the Dolphins also traded Micah Fitzpatrick, who was deeply unhappy about playing multiple positions. Although that's why they drafted him. Two but the <laughs> Dolphins got a, another first round pick from Micah Fitzpatrick. They so they basically got a refund. They have two picks per round next year. They have three first rounders next year. They have three first rounders. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, hey, you know, good for them. Rebuild. Well, that's what they have but, to do. But it gives you hope. Yes, that's why. That's why I'm enjoying this. But that's like as a Habs fan too. It's like the last couple of years. I'm like, I've got hope because there's a lot of guys that are in the system that are very good. You know. Yeah. So you know, I'm hope. I'm hopeful, and it's good. I mean, it sucks for this year because you know it's a write off. So you get to enjoy other teams. Yeah, but imagine, know, imagine a lot of times as fans we don't really watch other teams because our teams are good. But how would you feel? If you were on that team now and you were part of their long-term plans, so that's a that's a problem. Is like, do you have to make yourself long-term planned? Because Xavier Howard showed how he felt yeah. as the guy who just signed a big contract with them. Yeah, when they traded Mika Fitzpatrick, it should have been that all by myself song. All yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, that's a good scene. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. It looks like he might be requesting a trade. So he, uh, so rumors are said that he, Raiders uh, he requested a trade, but he said that he didn't ask for a trade. He said, "I want to fucking win, and if you guys don't want to win, then get rid of me." Like pretty much what he said. W- what do you think is more likely to happen, Ramsey being traded or them firing the coach? Uh, Ramsey Maroon. being traded, even though Ramsey's likely more valuable. Because Marone can't cover anyone. Marone's right. not going to keep that job. Marone is lucky to even I, get a job. First of all, I, but it's not it's not just Maroney the problem here. 
it's there's always something with Jalen Ramsey. I feel like yeah. he's always in the news for something. I don't think he's done anything wrong in this situation. I think he got into an argument with his coach because he said something dumb or the coach said something stupid, whatever. And now he's like, fuck it. It was over a challenge, apparently. He wanted, he wanted Marone to challenge a uh, Hopkins catch. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. But Maroney, he's like this tough guy from New York. Like, he's not going to, you know, bow down to somebody talking shit to him. And the, the thing is, um, in, in this specific scenario, like, Jalen Ramsey says he wants to be there to win. I actually liked what Marone did, actually going for two on the road for sure. with a chance to win the game. Uh, and you back have quarterback. You have Gardner, big balls, fucking Minshew. absolutely. And we'll, we'll talk about him later in the show. Oh but yeah, Marone, balls, Cliff Kingsbury, kicking field goals inside the five three times. <laughs> you have Kyler Murray. You can't get him into space. Offensive genius can't figure out how to get the fastest guy in the field into space. He can't be thinking well because his wife is a dime piece. That could be it. That She's be it. That must taking be it. up all his space in his head. He, all the well, blood's flown to his car. Where did they play last week? Who? Arizona. They played Baltimore. Baltimore. She, she doesn't live in Baltimore. Yes, that's she, right. Yeah. <laughs> so she's he's like thinking, what the fuck is she doing? Is she Ooh, banging she that photographer? Know. Is she, you know, hooking up with Ben Roethlisberger unwillingly? Is <laughs> she? <laughs> You know I what I mean? Not. Like, there's a lot of things going on in his head, yeah. so he's he's not thinking well. She he's, won't be, she won't be in Baltimore, but she'll be in Pittsburgh. You're saying? She, no, Ben Big Ben travels to her. <laughs> my friend, <laughs> okay. that woman does not move. She's beautiful. You travel to her. Yeah. Holly Saunders, check her out. Absolutely. Did you guys hear that Minshew got uh, got an offer from a porn company to star in one of their films? Cam so Sora. later on in the show, we'll I'm going to toss some facts about Gardner Minshew, and I'm going to make Terry. Decide which one of the facts is false. Okay, cool. I'm down with that. Doing a little true and false later on, and when we get to rapid fire. But for now, uh, let's move on. Terry, your favorite basketball player. um, Reggie Miller. (laughs) Your new favorite basketball player. Okay. For what you share a lineage. Yes. Um, Well, I mean... Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think we share lineage. (laughs) He's born in Greece. I'm not. My parents were. Yeah. Lineage. His parents were not born in Greece. Lineage, yeah. I see what you're saying. There's no lineage there. <laughs> so you guys share a lineage. Um, but you we, don't seem to share, share an affinity for where he may play in the future. Because according to ESPN's Michonne... Uh, it's wrong. I can't remember names. <laughs> Shelburne? Ramona Shelburne. Ramona Shelburne. Never guys, heard, I'm not having a good day. Never heard of her. Ramona Shelburne. Sounds like a gem. No, uh, well, she's been a reporter there for like 20 years, so Never you should have heard her. Uh, she talked about... Does she do basketball? Or just basketball? She does mostly basketball. Okay, yeah. sorry. That's she talked about uh, the chances that Greek Freak may join Golden State in the future. Okay, so... Nick, it's oh, okay. ironic that you're here because the this one team right. lurking out there that I don't know how this would happen, but the one oh, it team... it can happen, baby. They got the money to make it has always The Warriors have always been the big threat to, to go after Giannis. One, he's friends with Steph Curry. He has that same agency. Um, they, are, they know each other. It would be a, a difficult construction to make happen, but... They, that is the one looming threat, and it comes down to what kind of guy is Giannis. What does he want his legacy to be? Is he the guy who stays with one team his entire career and yes. tries to bring a championship to Milwaukee? Absolutely. Or does he pull the Kevin Durant and go join a group of super friends? No, he will not pull a Kevin Durant. So this whole thing about he's friends with Steph Curry, they probably talk like once a year. Also, but like, <laughs> so there's not that many NBA players on the planet. They tend to all be friends. And not only that, so I think that Listen, it's nice to say because you, 
this is the way basketball is what it's become. Mm-hmm. It's become this. I think where do I want to play? It's now? always been that. Yeah, okay, to be honest, true. but it's, it's it's never been this public. But, it, but it's we just never, social media has changed. We also never had guys like we don't have guys now like Kobe who stayed one team. With mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade, we do have him technically stayed with one team until the end, where he was kind of forced. to Okay, but stay but with we did team. have Shaq change team. We and did have Shaq. We yeah. we had but Michael uh, Jordan. Michael Jordan recruit Dennis Rodman. Yeah, but Dennis Rodman played on played for Detroit, San Antonio. I'm just saying though, yeah. like like okay, I understand Michael look Jordan at, didn't look move, at the Spurs. but he, al- he was also lucky enough to have Scottie Pippen first yeah. of all, and then when he felt that that wasn't enough. He had his team go out and get Dennis Rodman. So go out and get. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So that's back to my point. So but, the, but the superstar in Dennis Rodman also moved. Like Dennis Rodman was an absolute superstar at the time. So watch the documentary on Dennis Rodman. You, I, I saw, I did, saw yeah. the first half, okay. actually. So he explains, he explains why he left. And he wanted to be himself in a different city. He went to Chicago. I get it, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Guys in the NBA have always left for a variety of reasons, be it uh, climate, be yeah. it. Like, legit, legit. Kawhi so, Leonard just left the championship team for climate. Well, but he was forced to to go to the place where the climate sucked. I understand. He was traded. I understand, there. but like, like, I mean, from all intents and purposes, he had good relationships with the guys on the so, team. He had a good relationship with ownership. He had a, I mean, good enough to arrange a sign and trade when he didn't yeah, have to. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and and he left because, look, in the winter, LA is nice in Toronto, <laughs> right? So yeah, guys, speak for guys, yourself. I am. <laughs> Guys, guys, guys have always done this in the NBA. Is, is my point, and it just only gets attention now because this is the social media age. So I don't think that he's gonna go anywhere. The reason why is because Yanni is—you can tell the way he talks, the way he acts. He's a, he's a very loyal guy. If he leaves, it's because Milwaukee can't afford him or something. Not because he's just gonna leave and join a championship team. You know, what you I don't mean? see him. Uh, he's not the type of guy to join a like a bit like a, a Miami Heat with. Well, I mean, sharing a lineage, you would know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're we're basically in the same. Wavelength, absolutely. The uh, so you don't think you would cause like a big stink to leave the team? No, as well. and I think that he's going to tell him. Listen, I c- I'll stay and take pick cuts as long as you bring guys in. I See, didn't hear you. D- Terry, uh, Terry wasn't listening for the transition. Antonio Brown. Oh, sorry, the sorry, sorry. The saga continues. Um, Terry, another woman has has uh, alleged unwanted sexual advances. Uh, he's been so this when is really weird. So two up. two of the allegations made by Brittany Taylor. Apparently, passed the sexual limitations. Although I thought there was no sexual limitations for sexual assault. So may- maybe it wasn't sexual assault. Maybe she was a sex worker. But it was like two years ago. Yeah, what statute limitations? Two years on sexual assault. So she has oh, to really. Re- yeah. So we're in Canada where there's no sexual limitations. So she has. So she has. But she has the. She cannot claim. She can. She can only go civil. She can't go criminal. Oh. Oh. The third. The third. That's why she's trying to sue. The third case, however, is um, is within the two year. Uh, okay. but it's it's in the state of Florida. So Florida, but I just in, in Florida, sexual assault bullshit. is basically breakfast. Unfortunately, I mean, I I don't so, know what happened to these girls, and I feel bad for them if anything did happen. But I just it's just it's too. We've seen it too often where people are just trying to money gate money gate. But statistically, we don't see it often. We just only pay attention to when to those happens. ones. Yeah, because we don't want anything to be true. Exactly. We don't want. Well, we don't want to live we don't in a world where people know, do that, right? That's it. We don't want to know that Aziz Ansari just took a girl on a date and you know and forced himself on her, when the truth was that he just didn't have. She didn't have a good sexual experience and she tried to sue. But there's also countless examples against what you're saying. Yeah. No. Like no. The, 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 the there's more examples against what I'm saying than yeah. there is, of course. Yeah. So we should we should I'm probably give the women, these women yeah. a benefit. That's what until, I'm saying. Is that if anything know, happens, look. If it comes. No, out, but beca- the reason why I'm saying this because this first girl, it was bullshit. She came out and said it was bullshit. Like. She didn't say it was bullshit. Yeah, she's like, I just want 75K. 
That's what she no, she didn't say that. Yeah. No, there's still a trial pending. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But there's seven. She asked for 75 <laughs> She did. If she asked for settlement. But, but that's because she can only sue for civil in, in a civil case. Now. Oh, because it's past two years. Exactly. And civil is maximum 75K? I don't know. Maybe it depends on the state. Right. I'm not sure. But take that, an envelope. That's why they're, they're they're going through this is because she just wants some sort of retribution. Yeah. Uh, and again, if it turns out to be false, then it turns out to be false. But I'm not willing in either case. Like again, if a woman is a, a victim of sexual assault, I don't want to make her also a victim by calling her a liar. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. So I will not say anything until I hear all the facts. Uh, he also say? because it's the other way around too. I don't want to say that I believe her because then I'm saying that Antonio Brown did it. Of course, of course. And but accusing I, I, somebody I'm of sexual saying, assault. Let's wait for the results, right? Accusing like, somebody of sexual assault and people thinking it is just as bad. And, 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 and like the, the justice system doesn't handle it well. Like, yeah. You don't expect two idiots to handle it well on the podcast. No, right? no. I mean, let's do it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also had unpaid bills, including money he was supposed to give at a charity auction. Okay. Yeah. Which is He's a fucking shady guy. $700 for a portrait of himself. It's also $700. Like, yo, Antonio, you want me to pay it for you? Bro, it's not a big deal. It's would only you? 700 bucks. Would you? To, to, if it got hot sauce on the news, I think I would do it. Oh, yeah, for I sure. think I would do it. The, uh, the Sports Illustrated We article. should be. I know. If we get, honestly, it'd be good pro- promotion for us. I'd do it. Let's do it. The uh, Sports Illustrated ar- article that came out about him painted him as a guy that didn't believe in paying working class people. Like, they painted him in that sense. That, and they showed countless examples of the guy stiffing people, like stiffing checks. Uh, you know, he didn't pay that lawyer who he farted all over. It was the lawyer's yeah, doctor. But that, yeah, but doctor. What is, uh, what's the problem with that? What do you mean? But he's doing, mo- he's doing movements. The guy probably just had a big lunch. I don't know. And it's just coming out. It's well, I mean, honestly, I told you what was happening for supper. I've been ripping farts this whole time. Should have been. Literally. Yeah, but but what, you don't. Wasn't there also the story of like MJ went for like gambling with Wayne Gretzky or something and he wasn't tipping the person? And yeah, like, yeah. Gretzky had to basically stories. give 100 bucks on his behalf pretty much. There's wherever. a lot of stories of Michael Jackson. Yeah. But, Michael Jackson. Uh, but, Michael Jordan not tipping. Michael, Michael Jordan never liked tipping people in, in general. No, but that's the thing. Yeah. is like he wouldn't tip. And Wayne, there's a known story. Wayne Gretzky gave like an additional X amount yeah. just to cover his tip. He wouldn't tip. Well, that's but, gambling money for Michael Jordan. But so. these yeah, exactly. these stories are amplified after all of this bullshit that went down with him. That, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if he if it wasn't if for he a, was an otherwise pleasant person, <laughs> probably this never comes up. Yeah. But the other thing that, that I find very curious about this is that the the NFL wasn't aware whatsoever about this this case that was pending, yeah. and and neither were apparently the, the Patriots. Neither were the, the Raiders. The, 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 the Patriots, the, the Raiders and the Steelers. I'm not sure, but yeah. in terms of the Patriots, they had no no idea whatsoever. I, I don't. I don't. I don't believe that um, because I guess there's a whole thing that unless it breached confidentiality, they, they didn't they wouldn't necessarily know. But man, they, the NFL claimed to not know a lot of stuff, even though like when when TMZ has had a video of Kareem Hunt for months, and and you have you see you haven't heard about it. But you come on, okay, so you haven't heard about it. TMZ would hold on to that. They're not going to tell the NFL they have it because the NFL they want that money, the advertising. Oh, but money you, you think nobody tried to sell that to the NFL? And TMZ, I don't, I don't, because the NFL the doesn't pay for that shit. They'll be but like, release it. I don't care. Like, what do we have to pay for? One hundred percent. But, yeah. but I'm pretty sure blackmailers' first step would be, hey, do you want this coming out of no, your team? No, the first it would go to Kareem Hunt first. Yeah. Then it, it wouldn't go to Roger Goodell. It would go to Kareem Hunt. Then from there, you don't want it. Cool. I'm sending TMZ two million dollars. Bam. But in this case, there wasn't exactly a video. It was. It's more of the. I know. Just, it just seems a that something happened. They, yeah, they, yeah, they constantly it. claim that nothing happens. I find that difficult to believe. 
Yeah, because they oh, have all sure, their yeah. private investigators and everything to look into. Well, not even that. It's just that you're basically you're saying the entire front office of the NFL is completely oblivious to anything that any of their players are doing, which makes no sense because if you're an organization and a player does something, the player tells the coach, the coach tells the ownership, the ownership should tell the league because it's a, co- uh, a cooperative thing, right? Yeah. One team goes down, all teams going down. They're franchises. But I feel like this is, like yeah. just, this is just another example of how the NFL has no idea whatsoever how to deal with legal cases. And they well, always act as if no, they're like this. They, they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't they, have to, but they they, they position themselves they as to. the moral authority. And they're not. I guess they're not. You know, they, they're the ones. Roger Goodell fought for the power and collective bargaining to the power to su- suspend with or without uh, Prejudice. A, a legal case. Without, whether, whether it was a legal situation or not, they reserved the right to suspend players uh, f- for uh, violating their, you know. Uh, Code of conduct. Code of conduct, yeah. exactly. If you're going to be judge, jury, and executioner, you better know how to rule. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That's true. That's a very good point, Eags. Like, um, you, like you rule uh, us. A dude who would appear <laughs> deserves judge, jury, and executioner. Tim Tebow. No, not there yet. Felipe uh, Vasquez. Oh, this guy's brutal. Yo, arrested for soliciting Why? a so child bad. and pornography. Let's try having one sexual assault per episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, it was a sexual assault heavy episode. Yeah, we didn't have to put AB in there. This I would have loved to talk about. But this one has children. That's why. <laughs> What's there to even say about this? I, do, I don't know. I just I thought it was important. Like fuck him, fuck this guy, and he does it at the field. Well, he had where this girl's just hanging around after the game. I don't get he, it. He he like he, there's a whole bunch of texts that they that um, the the FBI so has. He says it's sex, but not really. That's what he said. Yeah, but they <laughs> he, sex, they have texts where he thirteen year old girl, the sex, but not really. When when does when is sex uh, initiated? Is this a Seinfeld episode? I don't know. When is sex initiated? I mean, it is coming to Netflix, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they got the oh. uh, exclusive rights. I just finished watching all the offices. Oh God, I don't even know if you. Want I it's perfect. You finish the office. No, you start. Uh, just yeah. Give me, give me you, your you, your you, summary of what you read. He's gay. He's saying that it's it's sex, but not really because the wait. Talk the, in the, the mic. The, talk in the mic. Uh, he says it's. Uh, he says that it was it wasn't really because it, the the train station was too small for the train. <laughs> no. Yeah, Did he actually say yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's exactly what he said. <laughs> the train. T- well, yeah. Not in those words, though. No. Okay. No. The um, terrible, but that's what he said. So uh, this who do you say that to? Uh, to investigators. Can we? Can he? Can we just throw him away? So basically, now? his defense is, "Well, I tried to fuck her, but I just couldn't." Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, it's just, this is awful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving on. Anyway, yeah. I hope he gets his fucking dues, yeah, and I hope that she's okay. They, they, won't, they won't take it lightly on it. And, and the, the worst is, like, I hope she, her name doesn't they go have, public. They have a whole bunch of um, texts where he was trying to meet up with her after the baseball season yeah. for sex. Um, and how old is she? Sixteen. Thirteen. They have 13, but he it, says no, she's okay. 16. She's 15 now. Yeah. There was 13 when this started. This has been two years. What? Yeah. It's not even like, you can't even say so like, to, oh, she's 16, but she looks 18. But to, you know to your I mean? point, to, 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 to what we were discussing before about AB, and this is why I, I brought up the AB thing first, is that people are like, oh, but come on, like, it took you two years to come forward, but yet, this is someone where, look, these things are tough. They're not easy it's to hard, come forward It's about. hard for the girl to come out, and especially if she, especially right now, we kind of have this culture Terry's culture kind of thing where it's like, okay, I'm not going to believe you right away. So then you're going to be seen as a liar. Exactly. And so we're trying to defend that? Antonio Brown or we're trying to defend this asshole. We're not trying to defend him. That's what no, I'm saying. Okay, in this case, no one's trying to defend Yeah, there's one. Nobody. There's a, there's Let's like, just clarify that. There's a world. Like, like, he doesn't I, even I, have a defense attorney. Antonio Brown seems to be like, uh, you know, like if, the, if those things are true about him, he's yeah. a shitty person. He, he, this guy's a fucking piece of shit who should rot in hell. He's not yeah. even allowed a public defender because nobody is going to defend him. Exactly. Exactly. They, should, they need to change the constitution the for this guy alone. The train has left the station, Guess, my the, uh, guess the state, though. 
Florida. Yeah. Florida. I don't have to. I read the article, but yeah, it, it's obviously in Florida. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't always happen in, in, in Florida. Hopefully, uh, a proper trial is conducted. What do you I mean, mean? I guess you could say he is a great closer. He really is. Yeah, he was in the uh, he was in the All Star game in Cleveland. Yeah. Five and one record, twenty eight saves, one point sixty five ERA. Yeah. So All Star, but uh, All Star piece of garbage. But he's probably gonna he's probably gonna be. Missing the rest of the season, I suppose. Like, yes, I don't know how these cases. Hopefully, work. the rest of his life. But how does that work, though? I guess does he have to go through the court system first? Just a few innings first? early. Stop. Shut up. Does he have to go through the court first? Um, I don't I'm think. Gonna fucking again, I, I, he's already been arrested for it. So there's, even yeah. though baseball doesn't but have the same. I'm asking code because of I really don't understand. And I bet I you the NFL. I know the NFL code of conduct, but the 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 MLB. MLB, they don't really jump into these things. I don't think. But there is already an arrest record. He's okay. already been arrested. He's already been indicted. I just so, can't remember the last You know last what? Time There's going to be a few trains that aren't going to fit his station in jail. I'll tell you that much. There you go. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. There you go. That's a great way to get to rapid fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to hurt him. Yeah, you should because he's been terrible. He's been terrible. I'm going to hurt you, Ego. Okay, go. Rapid fire. No, ruin that. Yeah. Rapid fire. Blue ball. <laughs> <laughs> The New York Giants have moved on from Eli Manning and will start Daniel Jones. What do you guys think? Too early? Too I, late. Okay, I called it, actually. I was watching the games. I'm like, he's not playing next week. It's so impossible. My dad's a huge Giants fan. He called me saying, this isn't Doesn't the Giants' much. decision. This is the Manning Mafia. Raiders, Dolphins, Giants. Lots of losers in one family. Yeah. <laughs> well, Giants more recently yeah. winners. Yeah, no, but Giants, that's, Giants have been great. That's like a rough fan, three rough recently. fan bases. Yeah, we yeah, drink recently. a lot. Yeah, um, <laughs> makes sense. But so he, he, th- he said, it's quote unquote, it's not the Giants, it's the Manning Mafia. Because right now, Eli Manning is 500. And if he plays another game, he li- he likely has a less of a chance of going to the Hall of Fame with a losing record. You know, in the so last they're trying to save his Hall of Fame bit. I saw he, a guy that's, on, that's my dad's conspiracy. I'm a Cowboys fan. And well, I saw I saw a guy online say that Tony Romo deserves it before Eli Manning. What do you guys? Think? No, both, I think craziness. both deserve it. That's you know craziness. that since the 2017, I, I can't argue Tony Romo deserves it since the 2017 season. I believe. I, wait, wait, you don't think Tony Romo deserves it? I don't think so. I think he absolutely. Look at his number. Look at no, his no, stats. No, I know, I know, I did. Because to me, championships and wins are team stats. Oh no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. You can be great. Well, let let you go finish this point, and I'll talk. Since 2017, the Giants have a worse record than the Browns, and the Browns went 0 16 one of their seasons. That's crazy. Think about that. Yeah. Manning's played like shit. No, no, he doesn't deserve. The team to be has a also been anymore. bad. Yeah. The but offensive line's been incompetent. He doesn't. Well, I was gonna say you can argue that Saquon Barkley was a great pick when they were like, "Oh, we need a quarterback." I think they completely overestimated how long Manning was actually gonna last, and yeah. now they have to put Jones in way too quickly. So the thing is. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. has missed games over the last two seasons, but that first season with Odell Beckham Jr., it looked like it revi- revitalized Eli Manning's career. Yeah, that's true. And it looked like, oh, maybe with a couple pieces, we have one one run left with Eli. You got Barkley. But like now it's pretty clear there's no run in Eli. No, and I think that it's the right time to go with Daniel Jones now. Let him play a f- almost a full season. Does, does this year's a write-off. Next year you draft well, and then you see what happens, man. You, you pick, up, pick up somebody. If Daniel Jones has a good season, then we go. It's too late, Eagle. I had a pickup for it. It was a picture uh, of Eli looking dumb. We'll end with the Tony Romo discussion because, uh, yeah, I want to talk about it because I love Romo. I love Romo. Yeah. Um. Ballers deep in an argument about big baller brand. LeVar Ball calls oh, out yeah. his son Lonzo, and he calls him damaged goods. Yeah, he's a fucking Let's great. Let's watch the clip. Great father. Great father. His name? Hell no. I wouldn't change the name. I'm just saying from a marketing standpoint. 
From a marketing standpoint, regardless of what it is. I'm just saying, that's yeah. my opinion. I'm just I'm, asking a question. I'm just saying. Triple B is always going to be the man. On the fact that it also stands for the three ball brothers. I'm not changing that at all. What is your opinion on that? I don't give a about his opinion. <laughs> I just want to hear But no, 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 listen to me, son. When I come up with a name and then somebody tell me to change it, that's like me telling me to change your name. That's like people saying, oh, fair. hey, change Lonzo's name to Alfonso on the fact that he's been damaged goods for the last two years. Uh, okay. Out of context. Out of context. He's also right about that. <laughs> out of context. Right. Out of context. He was saying that the media has said that about him. I don't. He would never say that about his kids. I know that, but he's still a fucking shitty father. <laughs> so even though, even though the thing that made you think that isn't the case. By the way, Terry drinking on air because... Uh, he lost uh, a fantasy bet last week. Yeah. Um, We're drinking the uh, from uh, like 20 episodes ago, the worst whiskey I have ever had. Mm. Cask and Crew. Sponsored, this segment is sponsored by Cask and Crew, the worst whiskey I've ever had. Give us money. But it's good enough that I'm drinking it again. Yeah, and, and uh, it was the bet was that uh, you've, had, you've heard of waiver, waiver budgets before. We were budgeting uh, per a uh, 700 milliliter bottle, so Terry needs to drink three shots to correspond Awful. to how much waiver... Budget he has spent. Who is your best player this week, uh, Terry? Matt Lacoste. Matt. Yeah, really? I, <laughs> that's awful. Yeah. I had no idea he even played. <laughs> no, all my guys got points. Where ego, where P's, uh, three of his guys got points. Uh, I even had Josh Rosen at two and a half. Why did I draft Josh? I spent thirty bucks on Josh. Well, Rosen. because you were running out of players. I spent the shot I just oh, took God. on Josh Rosen. That's, yeah, you that's one, one of the last ones too. Cheers to Josh Rosen. Time. You know why? It's because if I remember, uh, Pease was bidding willy-nilly. I was bidding willy-nilly. Willy-nilly. And then you oh, just... Oh, it's because uh, I didn't uh, trust who getting, was going to be at the you end. You kept getting outbid, and then you waited till the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I drafted was... Raheem Mostert and uh, Michael Hardman. We're getting there. Rapid. Everything, blue, everything but the balls. Garter Minshew, the second. He's fucking awesome. I love this guy. <laughs> so here's some stats on Gardner Minshew the second. Uh, you tell me which ones you think, which one you think is false. One of them is, the, the several are true, some may be false. You tell me which of the following you think is false. First of all, there's no Gardner Minshew the first. Second, his uh, his father, who may or may not be named Gardner Minshew the first, wants their grandson to, his grandson to be named Beowulf Minshew. <laughs> um, his nickname was the Mississippi Mustache. Um, he was a backup <laughs> at. Wait, Al- you want me to tell you which ones are true? I want you to. T- I want you to tell me which ones are false. Which ones are false? Uh, he was a backup at Alabama. Okay. He works out in elastic bands and jock straps and nothing else. Um, he uh, in high school he had something called a panini club. Sounds legit. And he scored. And I f- want to be a part of that club. He Same. scored a forty-two underleg. Okay, is that good or underleg? Very good. Second yeah. high school. Awesome, dude. Okay, so I believe that. I believe the panini club. I believe uh, the uh, band's workouts. Mm-hmm. I believe that he, there is no Gardner Minshew the first. Mm-hmm. I believe um, that he was the backup of Alabama. I knew that. Okay. So you now you have left. You have Panini Club, Beowulf. No, I believe the pa- okay, Panini Okay. So you have Beowulf and Mississippi Mustache. Yeah, these are the two. So I know that it's Beowulf is the wrong one. Nope. Is, none of, all of them are true. <laughs> Except for the Beowulf. <laughs> all one. of them are true. Oh, okay. Um, and his dad, Billy, not Gardner, <laughs> once... Uh, once uh, for his grandson to be named Beowulf. Wait, he actually scored a 42 in the Wonder League? He did. That's Second. like 
statistically impossible. He yep. played for Mike Leach. Actually, it's, <laughs> not, it's not hard to believe because he played for Mike Leach, and that offense is insane. Did you guys see the yeah. video of Mike Leach this week? Yeah, about the uh, the it, mascots. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. That it, guy. So imagine imagine having guy. him calling your plays. Like, uh, no, 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 super smart. <laughs> that's exactly what I want. <laughs> if you score a forty, you're in the top one percent of the world. Like your yeah. men, like your Mensa. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a different type of test, but basically. Yeah, so like that's the thing. So he, he and apparently he had the second highest score in I think NFL history. And he went saying. to Alabama and then no. Texas Tech. Well, he went. He was supposed to go to Alabama, but then was was convinced otherwise by Mike Leach, who said, uh, "Texas Look, Tech, right? you want to lead the nation in passing? Come, come Mike, play who, for me." Who does Mike Leach? No, Mike Leach. No, not Texas Tech anymore. Um, why can't I remember this? What's going on with my brain? Today? Washington, Washington State. Washington, that's it. Yeah, because he's in the Pac-10. Sixth round pick, by the way, in Jacksonville. Hey, maybe you knew Tom Brady. Hey, you know what? It was my number. I, was, I think I might buy his uh, buy a T-shirt. Gardner Minshew is third. Ballsy good. choice. Rhode Island School of Design has one of the strangest mascots you've ever seen. Scrody I feel is like the mascot for a basketball team known as the Balls, and their slogan is, when it gets hot, balls stick together. I feel like Duke designed this. <laughs> yeah, I love that Scrody has a cape. <laughs> Scrody. And, like, they could have gotten away That's with it. It's his foreskin. It just droops down. They could they could have gone away with uh, the fact that like they just had balls. It yeah. could have been just a, a, a formless nothing that didn't garner any attention. But nah, no, they no. went fucking balls deep but in this shit. Right look here. how they veiny they are. Yeah. Like there's like yeah, they went balls deep in this. This is the best. This it's this a, and it's gritty. a design school. Of course, it'd be great. This it's and great gritty shaft. gritty are the two best mascots of all time. I mean, oh, and the Philly, the Philadelphia so like, Phillies guy. I, look, I get it. It's a cock. It's not. I don't, do you feel as a designer, Duke, that that's a particularly well-designed cock? Um, well, it's pretty big. Balls to one. dick ratio. Balls to dick ratio is. Uh, Listen, I'm the piece expert it's here. It's got like a chode look to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, can, I, can I'm you, the dick you expert. You think here. you can design us a better, a better penis mascot? I'm on it, boys. I just think that, <laughs> yeah, like di- like balls to balls to cock ratio is uh, it's a little off. Like those balls are really big. It must. He must. He's just punching himself in the balls every time he jacks off. Like this guy looks like. This what are you hitting yourself for? What are you hitting yourself for? This dick would show up on like a uh, B-list porn. So would you give him smaller balls or a bigger shaft? I'd give him a smaller balls, just a like like that, twenty-five percent smaller. Less potatoes makes the stick look bigger. But the only thing, the only thing is, yeah, exactly, exactly. Tim T-Balls. Yeah, I guess in a round of balls puns, Tim Tebow rallied against California's Fair how Play you, Act and would allow NCAA athletes to accept money for endorsements. Are we watching the video? Yeah. Can we just read my article at the same instead? Well, I was going to use this as an opportunity to press your <laughs> article, but go ahead. Hit play. Uh, why there no sound? Uh, you're the sound guy. You should tell us why there's no sound. I was at the University of Florida. I think my jersey was one of the top seven. Congratulations around the world. Uh, It was like Kobe, LeBron, and then I was right behind them, and I didn't make a dollar from it. But nor did I want to, because I knew going into college what 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 it what it was all about. I knew going to Florida, my dream school, where I wanted to go, the passion for it, and if I could support my team, support my college, support my university, that's what it's all about. But now we're changing it from us, from we, from my university, from being an alumni where I care, which makes college football and college sports special. To then, okay, it's not about us, it's not about we, it's just about me. And yes, I know we live in a selfish culture where it's all about us, but we're just adding and piling it onto that, He's where it changes what's special about college football. Tim. We turn it into the NFL, where who Slavery has the most money, so, that's where you go. 
That's why so, people are more passionate yeah, about college sports than they are about NFL. That's why the, 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 um, the stadiums are yeah. bigger in college than they are in the NFL right. because it's about your team. It's about your university. You're it's right. about where my family wanted to go. It's yeah. about where my grandfather had a dream of seeing Florida yeah, win an like SEC championship. And you're taking that away <laughs> so that young kids sure. can earn a dollar. And that's just not where I feel like okay. college football so needs to go. There's that opportunity in the NFL, but not in college football. I feel like... His brain is off. His logic is gone. So here's, here's the thing. He says, like, oh, it's because Too many concussions. you want to play where, where you, you know, your parents Here, went to school. You want to you, Tim. Suck my ball. You want to play where you, you, your parents went to school. You want to play where your grandparents went to school. Well, but the problem is that a lot of these kids specifically and, like, statistically who need the money, who can benefit from the money. Oh, guess what? Their grandparents weren't allowed to go to that college. Yeah. And their fathers weren't allowed to go to that college. Yeah. So this is the first generation being and able they didn't to go have the, They didn't have the option of picking a school like you did. You were like, okay, Florida's offering me a ship. You probably got a bunch of other scholarship offers where Antonio Brown example. Antonio Brown is from Florida. What school did he go to? Michigan fucking tech. But well, he was supposed to be at FIU. But Whatever. Yes, just to say. He ended up there. You know what I mean? Michigan and, State. Uh, yeah. No, Michigan State. Uh, Michigan. Uh, it's the, Green. the third shitty yes. Michigan. Um, it just not everybody goes to where they need to go, and you're going away from your family. You he was raised in Florida, mm -hmm. Tim Tebow, raised in Florida, went to Florida. Did he play with Jacksonville? No, he didn't play in Jacksonville. No. But just to say is that he spent his whole life in Florida. Some guys don't have that opportunity. I watched that QB one show. One kid, the only scholarship he got offered was to Maryland. Yeah, he went to Maryland, but he's from Louisiana. You have to do those things. And not, but not only that, like the thing is, uh, like what they're saying is not even paying them a salary. It's allowing them to make. Royalties off their own name. Yeah, and I, well, I and I wrote an article about this, and my suggestion was is that standardize it then, standardize it. If your jersey sells this much, whatever. But or you make it D one. You talk about Alabama all the way to fucking well, UCLA. Listen, Terry, Terry, give them. Can, say I'm can, paying you guys five hundred bucks a week. But if you can make money selling your name, absolutely. Wouldn't you? But then, what, what allows but you to I, do I, it, that, but not them? But that's kind of where I agree with Tim. Where it's like, it's you, the pro level is for that. Yeah, but a lot of okay, those guys, but, but only two percent of them get to the pro level. You're but getting then, a free You're getting a free education. It's way too expensive, anything just to start with. You're getting a free okay, education. So let's, pay, let's pay Nick Saban in, in, in no, a because education. then because then the idea of a student athlete is gone. Because it's gone already. Stop. It, I agree. These guys don't take classes. But it's it's under the table. It's under the table. Well, what about? And, 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 like, I know someone who was uh, who was a player at at um, at uh, South Carolina. Yeah. He got injured. Guess what happened to that scholarship? Gone. Guess who now had to pay for school? Guess oh, who now has, has a $60,000 debt? That's fucking nuts. Uh, and he broke his body playing for the sport, for, uh, playing for the team. No, like I'm talking about like there has to be a system in place. So here's an idea. You know, Tebow's talking about the team and the whole thing about playing for your school and blah, blah, blah. What if all the players pooled all the royalties from the sales of merchandise and gets like 20% of it and they all split it? Yeah, I mean, take, well, what if you just take one percent of your coach's salary yeah, and have to anything, give it? to but Yeah, in my article, I talked about Dabo Sweeney. How much he gets paid, Duke? But like, I get, um, I get the whole argument of, oh, the QB is obviously going to sell jerseys, so it doesn't make sense. He's collecting a paycheck. Yes, yeah, offensive linemen is not because they're more I, valuable. I, I agree, but I, okay, I'm just, I agree with but you. I'm just saying in principle, school is the D lineman isn't going to get any attention. It's not the, the guard isn't. Oh, you tell me NCAA football is not capitalism? No, no, I'm not saying their system isn't broken. I'm talking about you can't talk about like. Okay, the quarterback gets more when you're talking about just because the, the offensive lineman is putting just as much on the line. Than the Absolutely, quarterback is. but look. So that's what the NFL saying. For. I'm saying if you can, if I can market my name, if Duke can market his name, if you can market your name, do it. Everyone in the world should be able to do so. Why? Why should yep. a third body tell me I can't do it? So I remember I have a friend that played at the University of Connecticut. I'll tell you something. Coincidentally, though. go. 
Uh, none of you guys will watch Spencer, Spencer Strasmore in uh, the fourth season of Ballers, no. man. I'm telling you, he tried, and the NCAA ball blocked him. So. That's true. Yeah, it's true. It's a good point. He tried his best, That's a good man. point. Then so we if, see if factual. Spencer, if the Rock can't well do it, we documentary. Can. If the Rock can't do it, no one could get Anyway, we're not going to fix the problem here. NCAA should change the system. There has to be something in place. Right now, there's nothing in place. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, take a step. And then another step, and then another step, and then maybe you and Tim Tebow can meet in the middle because so Tim Tebow is the college god, football, football god of all fucking time. One last thing, Eagle. Uh, when whenever I hear, oh, but you know we can't pay the players that would, you know just be too much money and so on and so forth. Uh, they never uh, I heard a story money. this week. I heard a story this week that when Georgia goes on the road, Uga, the mascot, the the, the, the bulldog, yeah. stays in the suite. First of all, he deserves yeah, it. But, he but deserves it. But he's but a player. But, to get but paid. he's he's like paid. He's an employee. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, right. bet. Did you get those names? I got them, I got them Okay, so okay, we're, ripping our names this. No, we're gonna do All is right. We're gonna guess the position Yeah And the person who guesses guesses. I'll the, give you the name You just guess position, okay? Exactly yes. Number one Football players Jason Vanderland Oh, that's a good one I'll just go first I'm gonna say left guard I'm gonna say uh, linebacker Tight end Ooh, Henry Krieger Cobble is it, Are these active? Yes Okay I'm gonna go. Uh, first. I'm gonna say Henry Krieger Cobble. Yeah, fullback. I'm gonna go uh, wide receiver. Tight end Rams. Fucking Carlton Agudosi. I know what you're doing. Tight end. I'm gonna just go with center. Wide receiver. Bobo, Bobo Wilson. Oh, Bobo uh, Wilson. I know this. Tight end. Safety. Wide receiver. Oh, and the last one is Kalafani Muhammad. Kalafani Muhammad. I know this. Running back. Four. Uh, Jacksonville, I think. I'm going to go offensive lineman. Running back, Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Uh, that, that's, that's a game. I got to do a hot sauce bet. Watch that. Watch that on uh, our Instagram feed. Remember to watch, like, and subscribe. You've been Terry. I've been Pease. You've been? You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. I beat you. I beat you.